Wait, wait, wait. Um, you guys thought that over one second. Okay. Because of Wi-Fi. Okay, now you go ahead. Okay. My name is Jonathan J. Williams. My um, inst- Instagram, socials, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, it's all I am Jonathan J. Williams. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much for having me as a guest on your podcast. It's very exciting. and It's a very um, humbling experience. Um, but yes, like I said, my name is Jonathan J. Williams. Uh, what inspires me to inspire people is because once upon a time, I was never inspired. And I remember what it was like to you know, watch YouTube or watch TV and see people pour into people and give me that type of inspiration. So my way of giving back to my community in that aspect is inspiring other people. So I do believe that the power of others is very essential. How old are you, Jonathan? I'm 21 years old. Look at you. Amazing. So you empowering the youth as well? Is that your focus? Um, Everybody. 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 There's not a specific target. Everybody of all generations, all ages, all ethnicities, all backgrounds, everybody. And tell us how you inspire these people. Okay. So for me, um, my faith is very essential to me. Um, God was there for me when no one else was. Um, I just remember a lot of times where I was in in desperation of in, in need of hope, in need of help, in need of a savior. And through scripture, he spoke to me and he just gave me charge. He gave me power. He gave me authority to um, lead a region to, in essence, lead a nation. And so my job is just to do what he's called me to do. And that's to share Christ with everybody else and to let everybody know that Jesus is here for you today, tomorrow, forevermore. Um, is that how you grew up in your family? Are you um, also a church going family or... You just um, yeah, so uh, so I've always uh, been in church growing up. My mom and my dad had me in church faithfully. Um, I didn't really develop my relationship relationship until I got on my own and learned what it was like to be alone and knowing that you know who who are you going to turn to and when you're when you're alone. And so I've always been in church. Always grew up in church. So I'm very familiar with everything. Okay, so um. What do you say to the ones who actually don't believe in God, the atheists and stuff like that? Um, what do you say to them? How can you in, 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 empower them? Mm-hmm. So my, with my calling is very, um, it's very unique. You know, sometimes there are people that don't believe or have other beliefs, but that doesn't necessarily say that you can't empower people to still be the best they can possibly be. So inspiration doesn't always have to come out of the context of uh, scripture. It can also come out of the context of just helping other people, letting them know that, hey, I'm here for you, regardless of if our faith backgrounds are different, um, we can still be you know, connected in any aspect. Um, that's what the world lacks today. And it's just about love. So if you're an atheist, if you're not certain um, in exactly what you want to do, that doesn't necessarily mean anything uh, for me. I'm just here to, like I said, be the best person I could possibly be and serve you in any aspect that I can. Um, do you have functions as well where you're speaking to um, others? Mm-hmm. So every now and then I'm um, asked to come out and speak to uh, different places. Just depends. Um, school. I'm still a college student, so school has been in effect as of right now. So I haven't been really able to, you know, navigate just trying to make sure I maintain my studies. But every now and then I will get like a email like you um, emailed me and, you know, get 
asked to be brought aboard to jump on board to what they're doing or to share something with someone. Right. Like we said, I should go to school. Um, what school do you go to? You might ask me. So I'm here in Texas. I go to Texas A&M San Antonio. It's a very newer school, about 10 years old. Oh, really? um, a- the A&M system is a, a branch, so they have different A&Ms throughout Texas, or really throughout the United States, if I'm not mistaken. But I- mine is San Antonio. I'm here in San Antonio, Texas. Do you also um, speak at your school? No? I haven't. No, I haven't really. I try to just keep, if if, if the if there's an opportunity where I, I feel that I need to say something, then absolutely. But my, my studies are very important. So I try my best to just stay, you know, study oriented when I'm on campus. But like I said, if there is ever a, a time where I need to intervene and to speak some need of inspiration towards someone, then I will do so. So how can someone like contact you saying like if they're going through trauma or stuff like that, do you actually like go to them and pray with them? And are you like a mentor to other youths as well, younger youths? Yeah, so I, I'm very, um, I'm an open person. I don't necessarily hide anything. So I won't say I'll give out my phone number every to everybody, but I do give out my contact information. And I tell people all the time, you know, if, if there's anything you need in any way I can serve you, then please let me know. You know, um, I'm the type of person to serve someone else before I serve myself. That's just my motive, my mentality, my mindset. So there have been instances where I've gotten phone calls at three o'clock in the morning to where I would drive to X, Y or Z to go pray with someone to help someone financially in need. It's just all about serving and loving people. So every now and then, whenever there's something, if I can do that, I will. Oh, that's nice. Um, mm-hmm. So do you mentor any youths, you know, younger than you, you know, kids growing up, maybe from, you know, in rough neighborhoods and stuff like that? Well, I have, there's, I don't know exactly how many, um, I couldn't really tell you ages, but there are some smaller um, young kings and queens out there I that do, yeah, yeah, that do look up to me. And so it is my job to make sure that what was passed down to me gets passed down to them and helping them navigate through life. The fatherless, the mentorless, some that grew out grew up without mothers. Now, obviously, I can't really give you that what you're looking for from a woman's perspective, but I do have the resources to get you on the right path to do so. So I do have some some youth out there. I've been to some youth functions to where it was just amazing. I mean, the kids are just the childlike mentality that that they have just to learn, you know, kids, they just don't really have it all yet. So anything that they can absorb, they just bounce off the walls. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite scripture say for a child, you know, like who's like just going through something, just something that they can read and that just, you know, put them at ease for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, for not even just a child for anybody is just Luke 137, Luke 137. Uh, with God, all things are possible. All things. There's nothing that you can't do. If God is in the center of it, he will make it happen for you. So for with God, all things are possible. And um, depending on the, the translation that you're looking at, I believe the other translation is for with God, nothing shall be impossible. But it's the same context. Right. Amazing. What are you studying um, in, in school? So right now I'm going after my marketing degree. I'm a marketing major. So a lot of, a lot of numbers, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, a lot of stuff. (laughs) That's the best (laughs) way I can explain it. (laughs) I know your family have to be very proud of you. You know, I I know it's like just to see a young man, 21 years old on a good path. And I just wish that you will actually teach the youth as well, because, you know, 
where we are in this world right now is so rough. Right. So rough. Absolutely. Like um, Tyree Nichols just buried him, you know, mm-hmm. this morning, you know. So, um, you know, it's, it's very rough. Do you have anything to say uh, as opposed to the Tyree Nichols, like, you know, a prayer or something to the family, you know? Mm-hmm. I know it's hard, but. Yeah. Um, obviously, no, no one wants to see a life um, go away. But what I can say is this, as as a whole, not even as a country, as a whole, as in as a as a as a human being as a whole, we have to learn to love one another. Um, there's some stuff that went on back then that kind of translates to the present, but it's kind of irrelevant at this point because of how the generation has shifted. We have to learn to learn one and love one another. I'm sorry, not hate one another based off of your skin color or where you came from. The, the the two things that stuck out to me about that incident that you brought it up is one, it showed us that now we know that any cop can do it. Yes. It it used to be a Caucasian on African American basis. And now we see that there's um I don't necessarily believe in bad people, but there are good people that do bad things, and that's in anybody, regardless of the orientation of the pigment of your skin. Mm-hmm. And so that showed me one thing. Um, the other thing it showed me is that what are we teaching people, the kids at home? You know, there's there's a lot of people out there that do not have um, fathers in their life. And they basically go off what they see on TV. And if they see these people getting beat on TV, it's just not a good foundation to set for them. So it's it's a lot of lessons that was taught in that. But those are the two that stuck out to me. But I'm sorry, uh, the other thing I wanted to add is also, you know, prayers just go out to the family. Um, we just have to be better as a whole. You know, I always believe that there's always something you can do to prevent it from getting to that standpoint. Now, obviously, I wasn't there, but, you know, there's always something that could have been done to not be in that situation, whether it be the time frame of when it happened, whether it be the um, authority that was taking place in the, in, the, in the equation. So there's always something that is that could have been done to prevent it, you know, be prevented from that. So, but prayers go out to the family. I know it's not something easy to see, especially how public it, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I need to ask you this. What me, is there a Bible to me is basic instructions before leaving earth. Where did that come from? Basic instructions before. Okay, I'm sorry. He said basic instructions before leaving earth. Uh-huh. That's Bible. Um, where did that come from? H- have you heard about that? Have you heard uh, that saying? I have. I have. I have. Now, before I answer, I'm going to tell you. I'm. I'm. I'm going to just speak on what I do know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have heard that. I've heard other things as well. Uh, that I'm not too familiar with. I'll probably have to do some more research. But uh, it could be man-made. It could be biblical. I don't. I don't recall reading anything biblical in the context. Like I said, I haven't. You know, I'm not <laughs> as wise as everybody else. But um, I'm not too sure on that one. Okay, because that's what we all say, like, you know, that growing up, like, basic instruction before leaving Earth, that's what the Bible is, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. But, well, basically, you know, it's got you yeah. to a proper path. So mm-hmm. I would also like to ask you, because I have it myself, have you read the Bible from the beginning to the end or how um, the, the books, the chapters, I don't know, but have you read the whole entire Bible? Mm-hmm. I haven't met one oh, yes. like the whole entire Bible. 
Oh, uh, yes, I actually have. And someone who inspired me to do it was one of my good friends named William Willis. Shout out to William Willis. He um, motivated me to do that. Um, just reading it from from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And then after that, you start to pinpoint exactly where you want to navigate, depending on what you're going through in life, whether it be anxiety. You know, you can go through Isaiah or, you know, problem solving, whatever the case may be. So but yes, I have read every page now i can't tell you exactly what everything said but i have read every page <laughs> Interesting. so you actually read it from the beginning to the end you didn't like go in between mm-hmm. books and you read from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. so my first time ever getting my own bible i did read it read it from the beginning to the end now the first time i read it none of it made sense at all okay none of it and so after I read it, that's when I then went to my resources and started asking questions and started going to Bible studies and started being more involved and getting a better understanding of what this this thick book of all these pages and all these people and all these stories, what, what it really means. But, yes, I have read it from beginning to the end. Which version do you read? Because, um, you know, the regular version, you know, like the thou shall and things like that. I read it when I was younger and not not from the beginning to the end, but. I was just confused, you know, all those words mm-hmm. and stuff like that, growing up reading those words as a little girl and things like that. So I prefer to read English, you mm-hmm. know, so better way I understand that way. And I think mm-hmm. that's the NIV version, right? Yeah, so, yeah, there's there's a, there's also English Standard Version. So I, I've, I have a lot of different ones. So, like, my favorite would be the CSB, which is the Christian Standard Bible. I've read the NIV. I've read the New King James Version. The King James Version is probably the one you're talking about with all the thou. And the that's, yeah. like, the uh, the OG of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it's like what, is, what are they saying? Like, why is Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the, the King James Version, the King James Version is the one that sits on everybody's grandmother's dresser, that old sacred <laughs> yes. Bible. That's the King James Version, uh-huh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever um, read any other religion books, per se, you know, like the Quran or anything like that, just, mm-hmm. to, just to decipher, like, where you really want to be? Um, no, but it's amazing that you bring that up because I have been interested, not necessarily because I want to shift my faith, but just to get, you know, see, see what, what's going on in different worlds per se and how it works. Uh, Like the Quran, um, there's other different Bibles and Catholicism that I've been trying to, you know, just get a gist of what exactly is being taught throughout these Bibles to that certain, that certain category of people. So it's, it's very interesting, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm trying to shift to something yeah. else. It's just, you know, you just want the knowledge to understand what's going on everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I grew up Christian and I frequent Catholic church and stuff. So when I'm like, I said, wait, their Bible is different than your Christian Bible. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. This is, this is crazy. Okay. And yeah. different things, I'm like, all right. And then I did read the Quran, and the reason why I read the Quran was because it was in English, to tell you the mm-hmm. truth. It was in pure English. Okay. You know, okay. so that actually stuck to me, just because it was pure English. Right. You know? So, yeah, so that's like the easiest thing to me. But it's it's different, but I am into my Bible, though. You know, I am, a, you know, basically supposed to be for the earth person. Right, <laughs> you know, okay. I did want to apply the knowledge from the Quran as well, so that's why I did that's why right. I asked you as well, you know. Yeah. So I, I think that's that's very interesting. Like, I really do want to get my hands on one of them just to see. It sounds pretty intriguing to me. So. Yeah, just to see, you know, the knowledge and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that you go that route, but you need to know other routes as well. Right, right, right. 
So what can you leave? Let's talk talk to us. What else do you do in, in your daily life as you go to inspire people, to helping people, you know? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my days are pretty long, pretty in-depth. It starts early. Like I said, school plays a big part in that. Um, during the summer and before the spring gets here, it's mostly my ministry and, you know, doing things that I like to do, especially like going towards the future, whether it be business meeting, conferences, uh, leadership, all types of different things. But my days as of right now start at about six or seven in the morning. They probably end around midnight. <laughs> and that's just the consistency of school and then the ministry and then uh, the social platforms and then work as well. And then just make it, you know, try to sustain a social life. So you're not just a robot working all the time. So uh, Sundays are my days that I like to have off. So that means during the week I'm grinding. I'm grinding, I'm grinding, I'm grinding because Sunday I don't want to touch anything. I want to enjoy myself. I want to enjoy my family. I want to enjoy my dog. I want to enjoy, just enjoy life. And sometimes we act, we need that. You don't want to get ever too, get too busy. And I'm learning that at a very young age. You never want to get too busy because then you will build a habit of being too busy. And then you'll start giving people those too busy um, excuses on why you can't do something. Everybody has time. You just got to learn how to find it. But it's there. And I always say you cannot at all bring back time. Right. Once it's gone, it's gone. Right. So right. Back. Yes. So you take like per se your Sabbath on the Sunday per se. Basically, uh huh. Basically, I just rather and it has nothing to do. Um, I know a lot. There's that cliche that goes around that Sunday is the Lord's day. In my opinion, every day is the Lord's day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. So Sunday is not just because of, it's the Lord's day. It's just right. because that's just the day that, you know. Right. So. I feel the same way because as they say, because I also went to a Seventh-day Adventist church as well, read their Bible as well. Mm -hmm. you know, I've been to every church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, I say, do you want to become a pastor? Is that in your calling? <clears throat> Yeah, so my ultimate, uh, one of my ultimate goals is down the line. I do want to pastor a mega, a mega church, a mega church of some sort. Um, I'm not in a hurry to do it. When God says the time is right, the time is right. You know, to whom much is given, much is required. And I want the given part, but I don't think I'm ready for the required part as of right now. So that that is one of the goals down the line. But until that, I would love to just um, evangelize and speak in different places. And like I said, just share guys where, wherever I possibly can. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I, I was going to say that my you know, quote unquote Sabbath day is on a, is on a Saturday because of the Seventh Day Adventist, but mm -hmm. um, it's not because of the Seventh Day Adventist Church or anything like that. It's because I'm tired on Saturday. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. so, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Tired, and right. Is when I recoup, you know. But uh -huh. it was always Sunday, you know. Monday through Saturday, do whatever. Saturday, you wake up, be clean. Sunday is like the family day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, man. That is amazing. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Saturday is every. I don't know who made Saturday that day. That's like one of those unwritten rules. But Saturday is the day that where the whole house get turned upside down and you just clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wow. This is just great talking to you. Um, do you have any um siblings that you actually empower as well inside your household? Uh, so no, I live alone. I live, well, me and my dog. I'm not gonna say I live alone. Me and my dog. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry. Do you do you have any siblings? Oh uh, yeah, so I have a brother and I have a sister. Um, they're in Dallas, Texas, which is about four and a half, 
roughly four and a, four four and a half hours away from here. But we do communicate on a daily basis. We have like our own family group chat just to make sure everybody breathing, you know. <laughs> so um, I'm the youngest out of the three. Uh, they have me on social platforms. I try my best to speak to them as well. Um, we all know we have each other when we need each other. And they they've been very, very um, influential to me. And they've also been very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, Jesus, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they've been there. What is that word? What's the, it's on the tip of my tongue. They've been uh, supportive. There we go. Come on. It's late. Okay. They've been, su- they've been, su- they've been supportive to me as well. And it's just the one, it's one of the most amazing feelings to know that you have some people behind you, not necessarily knowing what the future is, but as long as you're doing something that you love, we'll support it 100%. So yes, I do have two siblings and they are some very valuable people in my life. Amazing. So what would you say, like I said, to the kids out there who feel like, okay, yes, I do want to read the Bible. I do want to go to church, but I might look like a punk. You know, I might not Mm -hmm. for me. You know, like what do you say? So for like, so for me, for most people, but I'm gonna speak on my experience. Most people come to the Bible when they're in need of something. Right. You you very you very, very rarely find people that come to the Bible just to read the Bible. Because like you said, that's that's how. The, the world sees it. Oh, the Bible. Oh, you're reading the Bible. You're the, you know. So when I came to the Bible, I was in need of something. Mm. I, I was in desperate need of something. I was just like, you know, I can't live life like this anymore. Something has to change. I've tried everything. So that's when I came to the Bible and I've never left it. And so for the kids out there, um, they'll give me a wrong. There's probably a select few out there that want to just open the Bible just to open it. You never know. Some people get divine wisdom through that. But I very, very, very rarely have seen anybody just open it just like that because it takes courage to go in there and get your own Bible. It really does. It, it does, and then all the backlash that so called get, you know, oh, you mean the Bible? Mm. You know, like, yeah. what's wrong with yeah. going to church? Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's 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 sad. It very much so is, and that's that's the whole ideal is to make try to bring normalcy back to the world, you know, and we've, we've gotten far from that. And so as my job as an ambassador for Christ is to make sure I do everything I possibly can on my, with my days on earth to make sure that the world knows that, you know, you need them. Trust me. (laughs) You need them. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, you know, just say something to the world, you know, let them know, um, give the world hope for us right now because we all need some hope, Jonathan. Okay, mm-hmm. we need some hope. So please yeah. pray. I would like for you to pray for us before we actually um sign off. But prior to that, um, like I said, do your handle again, your social media, so they can contact you for anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, so my handle is uh, I am Jonathan J Williams. Uh, that's on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, YouTube. You can. I have a, a podcast called The Uprise that's on YouTube under Jonathan J. Williams. Um, from a hope standpoint, Miss Keisha B. said it perfectly. Um, we have to. We have to. We have to believe again. And not only do we have to believe, we have to trust. And there's a a big difference be- between believing and trusting. Believing is only fifty percent. Trusting is the other. Jane, in the Book of James, it says, "Faith without works is dead." You know. You have to. Put something behind it. You you have to do what I like to call put your weight on it. What are you putting your weight on? What are you going all in for? The change starts with us. It does. That's something we hear on a day-to-day basis. We need change. We need change. The change starts with us. You're right. Saying that it starts with us is only 50%. But what are you doing at home? 
What are you doing in your community? What are you doing with your family? It all starts under the roof of your house. If we want change, we have to change the things we do in our daily lives because there's a generation that comes after us. And in old age, if we want to live comfortably, we better make sure we make some changes right now. And so um, believe, be the change and put your weight on something. Go all in for something. Don't let anybody tell you this, that you can't do anything. There's nothing in this world that you cannot do. Why? Because you have been equipped by your creator to do everything and anything through him. And so whatever that is, man, put your faith in it and put your weight on it. And I think I'm going to leave it with that. That's a big one right there. That's that's something that's been speaking to me for the past couple of days. Put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. I just got goosebumps down with this. <laughs> <laughs> Put your oh weight on it. Gosh. Jonathan Williams, I appreciate you. I thank mm-hmm. you for blessing the Snazzy Lifestyle Podcast. And you are welcome here anytime. Oh, you know, you're, you're going to be like the T.D. Jakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only one of him, and that man is... Yeah. yeah, that man is that man is amazing. Wow. Well, I told you that. Uh-huh. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm glad that it, that you are who you are. And I know it started from your home. And I'm so mm-hmm. proud of you. And I thank you so much for um, coming on to the Spancy Lifestyle Podcast, Jonathan. And thank you. Doing that. Thank you so much. Thank you for the amazing opportunity to have me. Like I said, I wouldn't I don't I don't take these moments for granted. You know, this is just a, another opportunity to not only connect with somebody networking, but also to make a friendship. And I just made a friend in you and you as well in me. And so I'm just so grateful. I'm very humble um, to be a part of this. And I can't wait to do it again one day. This is amazing. Thank you, Jonathan. Love is love. Mm-hmm. All right. God thank you. God bless you. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. That's so dope.